Amen. Well, welcome once again to the house of the Lord. It's great to be in the house of the Lord with each of you today. Look forward to the weekend when the church gathers to the Lord's house to lift him up, to worship him for first and foremost, to pray and just seek his face. A church that loves his presence. Amen. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to Daniel chapter 3. I want to encourage the church to bring their Bibles each and every Sunday to follow along in the Word. Daniel chapter 3, verses 1 to 7. Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold whose height was 60 cubits and its width 6 cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. And King Nebuchadnezzar sent word to gather together the satraps, the administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. So the satraps, the administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces gathered together for the dedication of the image that the king had set up. Then a herald cried aloud, To you it is commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, that at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, in symphony with all kinds of music, you shall fall down and worship the gold image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. So at that time when all the people heard the sound of the horn, flute, harp, and lyre, in symphony with all kinds of music, all the people, nations, and languages fell down and worshipped the gold image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. The enemy sets things up to get people to bow. The enemy sets things up to get people to fall down, to bow, to worship an image, to put the knee down to the ground. He sets up an image and he heralds a command and he strikes up a sound. The enemy sets things up to get people to fall down, to bow, believers and non-believers alike. To you it is commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, that at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, in symphony with all kinds of music, you shall fall down, you shall bow and worship the gold image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. He sets things up to get people to bow. He puts out an ultimatum, whoever does not fall down and worship shall be. Verses 8 to 18. Therefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans came forward and accused the Jews. They spoke and said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn flute, harp, 
lyre and psaltery and symphony with all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the gold image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not paid due regard to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the gold image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in rage and fury, gave the command to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I have set up? Now if you are ready, at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made. Good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. When everybody is falling down, when everybody was falling down. Three men were standing. When everybody was bowing down, three men were standing. There were believers and non-believers in the crowd that day. A decree had gone out. A law was set in place. While everybody was worshiping, this image that had been set up. They'd fallen down at this setup. When everybody was bowing, everybody was fallen, everybody was worshiping. Three men were standing. These men were believers. The bowing mass that day was made up of non-believers and believers. I wonder if the bowing believers were trying to make a deal with God as they bowed their knee. Lord, you know I don't agree with this, but I'm going along with it because it's law. A decree has been set forth in the land that at the sound we're all to bow, we're all to kneel, we're all to worship this image. I wonder if bowing believers were nudging the three men, tugging on their garments, speaking to them, trying to get them to fall down with the rest. Why be so reckless in your faith? Why be so bold?
Just bow down. This will be over soon. Then we can go back to life as normal, as it was before this decree. God will understand, and we'll know you didn't really mean it. Bowing, falling down, worshiping the image that had been set up. You know, I can't help but think of Daniel who, when he was told not to pray or to be thrown to the lions. We love these stories, don't we? I can't, I can't help but think of this man. He was told, don't pray for this period of time or else you're going to be thrown to the lions. What did he do when he received that, that decree? Well, I'll tell you what he did. He went home and he opened his windows and prayed, just as he had always done. You know, I guess he could have left the window shut for a while and prayed quietly. But that's not right for a man that's made a deal with God. This was his pattern. This was his custom. This was his manner of faith. He could have just gone home and prayed quietly. It's not right for one that's made a deal with God. These three men were set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Listen to these words. These men, O king, have not paid due regard to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the gold image which you have set up. And so the three men are brought before the king, brought before Nebuchadnezzar, and they are given a chance to comply. They're accused, there's accusation, they're not bowing down, they're not falling down, they're not worshiping like everybody else. These three men are a problem. Their faith is a problem. Their passion, their zeal, for the Lord is a, is a problem. We've got to deal with it. So they're given a chance to comply. Verses 14 and 15, if you're following along. Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I've set up? Now if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. But if you do not, if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? So they're given a chance to comply, and the question is, would they? Would they in this moment Decide to relax, to bow, to fall down like everybody else. Would they reason away conviction? Would they find excuse and just give in? Well, we're given the answer. They gave their answer without hesitation, verses 16 to 18. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. 
If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. You know, the reality is we love reading about these men. We love this story. If we've grown up in the church, we loved the story as a child. We hear this reckless faith, this relentless faith. How these three men stood when everybody else was bowing, everybody else had fallen. How they stood for the Lord. We love reading about these men and their standing. We praise their boldness. We respect their zeal. We praise their heroic faith. But what when it's no longer a distant piece of history, but a present piece of history? History being written now. Basically, these three men gave this answer. We don't have to answer you. If you throw us to the flames, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us, and he will deliver us. But if not, if he needs three martyrs, three examples, three torches of righteousness, let it be known to you that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the image you have set up. Wow, bold faith. Lord, give me that kind of faith. Give us that kind of faith to stand when everybody else is falling down. It's a setup, a prearranged situation or circumstance created to fool or trap someone, trick or scheme. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The enemy is a deceiver. The enemy sets things up, sets things in place to get believers and non-believers to bow, to fall down, to worship an image. A prearranged situation or circumstance created to fool or trap someone, trick or scheme. And all along, the Lord is looking down and looking out for somebody, anybody, somebody's that remains standing, that he can show himself strong on behalf of. He's looking for the three that'll stand when everybody else is bowing down. He's looking for the three in the crowd that stick out. Their faith won't be silenced, even by law decree. It's easy to stand when everybody else is standing. It's not so easy to stand when everybody else is bowing. Verses 19 to 25, then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury, and the expression on his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded 
that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. And he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. These men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound in the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. And he rose in haste and spoke, saying to the counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered, They answered and said to the king, True, O king, look. He answered, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. I wonder what all the bowers thought in that moment. I wonder what all the bowers felt in that moment. Conviction? Condemnation? Remorse? Why didn't we take our chances with God? I wonder if any of them stood up right away. I wondered if they joined the standing when risk was taken away. If we want to see change in our time, we need to stand. When everyone else is falling down and bowing. If we want to see change in our time, we have to stand. If we're the three and everybody else is bowing, everybody else is falling down, Ephesians 6.13, therefore take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. I wonder if the three men as they stood and refused to bow, I wonder if they tried to recruit others before the time came to fall down. Just stay standing. Trust God. Don't bow down. Don't fall down. Don't reason away. Don't miss the opportunity to stand for God. Don't miss the opportunity to prove your faith. Faithfulness. This is our time. We've got to trust God. I wonder if they tried to encourage others to stir the faith in others. Come on, stir yourself up in the most holy faith. Let's stir up faith right now. Let's have a little prayer meeting before, before the sound. Let's stand together. There's strength in numbers. Let's stand together.
1 Corinthians 16, verse 13. Watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be strong. You know, falling down and bowing doesn't always look like one physically on their knees. Daniel 3, verses 26 to 30, Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire. The satraps, administrators, governors, and the king's counselors gathered together, and they saw these men on whose bodies the fire had no power. The hair of their head was not singed, nor were their garments affected. Hear the Spirit today. And the smell of fire was not on them. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the, what a change of events. Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. And they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies that they should not serve nor worship any god except their own. Therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or language which speaks anything amiss against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made an ash heap, because there is no other god who can deliver like this. And then what happens? Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Wow. Three men stood. Three men had determined, live or die, to remain standing. Three men committed themselves to the Lord as living torches of righteousness in a time when torches were being hid under bushels and baskets. And the truth is this, they could have perished in the fire that day. And if they would have perished in the fire that day, the Lord would have had three of the greatest martyrs' names written in heaven. They could have perished that day and the Lord would have received an incredible act of sacrifice. They could have perished that day and all who were against them. And all who had fallen down would have witnessed the power of relentless faith. However, that day, the story ended differently. And here's the question. I wonder if we knew the end of the story, would we change our position right now? If I told you God's going to come through, You're not going to die. Don't worry. God's going to come through. In Daniel's case, he's going to shut the mouths of the lions. God's going to come through. Would we change our position if we knew? Not going to burn. Guess what? The Son of God is going to show up.
He's going to walk with you in the fire. You're going to come out and new decree is going to be made that glorifies God. And you're going to get promoted. How many of you would be up right now, you know? That's the question today. If we knew the end of the story, would we change our position right now? But what I'd say to all of us here right now, let us remember that the Bible says without faith it is impossible to please God. I mean, I wonder if they were talking Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God, give us a sign. (laughs) Give us a sign. We need to hear your voice. We need to know it's going to work out. It's easy to get on board when the decree is favorable. That day Jesus was standing with the three men in the fire in the hottest, fiercest trial of their lives. That day Jesus was walking with three men in the fire in the most intense trial of their lives. When their faith was being tested. The greatest moment. When the faith was being tested. All that they had said. All that they had claimed. All that they had spoken concerning their God was being tested. We say things, but what when the test comes? What when the setup? We never get to walk with the Lord in the fire if we fall down at the setup. We never get to walk with the Lord in the fire. The Son of God was in the furnace with the three men that day. Even Nebuchadnezzar recognized the fourth man as the Son of God. And everybody witnessed that day men on whose bodies the fire had no power. Their hair was not singed, nor were their garments affected, and the smell of fire was not on them. I'd like to remind the people of God today that this is how thorough the strength of the Lord is on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to Him. His arm is not too short that He cannot save. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. He is able to deliver us. What's amazing is a new decree was put in place. We love how this story ends. As I've already said, if they would have perished in the fire, glory to God. At least he had three that didn't fall down. At least he had three that didn't bow. At least he had three that stood, that stood, that stood. When everybody in all the provinces were bowing, falling, worshiping an image, It was law, it was decree. They live by a higher law. 
went against their faith. Went against their relationship with God. A new decree was put in place that day because three men remained standing. Three men ignored the nudging, the tugging, and the voices. Three men cared more about loyalty to God than their own lives. Acts 20, verse 24, But none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy in the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. The decree was made that day, a new decree, because three men gave God a chance and a reason to show up. I want to encourage the people of God, when it's time to stand, when it's time to stand, give God a chance. Give God a reason to show up. Daniel 3, 28 to 30, Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, I love it, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. And they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies, that they should not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Therefore I make a decree that any people, nation, or language which speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces. And their houses shall be made an ash heap. Because there is no other God who can deliver like this. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. What a change. Who is the God who will deliver you? To blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. A new decree was made and God was given his rightful place in a nation. The power of God to deliver was not only acknowledged, but it was declared. Three men standing trusted in their God. Three men standing frustrated the king's word. Three standing men yielded their bodies to the Lord. Three standing men were promoted in the earth that day. People of God need to stay standing. It's not time to bow. We only bow before one and for one. Frustrated the king's word. King James Version, and have changed the King's Word. The Amplified, and they set aside the King's command. The message, they ignored the King's orders. Wow. And laid their bodies on the line, rather than serve or worship any God but their own. The Voice Bible reads, they had the audacity to disobey the king's order and surrender their bodies to the fire rather than serve and worship any god other than their own god. Audacity. I like that word. 
Let's have the audacity to stand. To remain standing, to trust God, to give God a chance, to put our bodies on the line. We all love the heroic stories, but what when it's not a distant piece of history? Yet we pray things like, Lord, make me like Daniel. Give me faith like Daniel, believing power like Daniel. All right. You want the lion's den too? Oh, no, we don't want that. We want it easy. Make me like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Has anybody here ever prayed that prayer? I want to be like these men. I want faith like these men. I'll stand like these men, Lord. Come to an altar, bow before the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and say, God, you can trust me. I'll stay standing no matter. And then the time comes, and the furnace is heated seven times hotter. And perhaps he stays standing one time, but the enemy says, hey, 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 i got to bring you in here. we got to have a talk. Like you stood, okay? Great. We get it. But if you're ready now, if you're ready to comply this time, I'm going to give you another chance. Strike up the sound. We want to be like these people, but we don't want the lion's den. We don't want the furnace. We don't want it seven times hotter. We want to be like these people, but what when it's time to actually prove faith? What when it's time to actually stand? I know this message is for today. I know this message is not only prophetic. It's practical. It's real. We want to see change, change in our time. we got to stand. Well, let the three take care of it, right? Okay. God's not restricted to say by many or by few. Let the three take care of it. I want to be one of the three. Since the time of Adam and Eve, the enemy has been in the business of setups. His desire is to see people fall down, bow down, worship. He wants to keep unbelievers under his sway and he wants to fool and trap believers. We can have the worship team return today. I know the Lord is using this message to do a deep work in his people. It does not need to be spelt out. 1 Corinthians 16, 13 in the New King James Version, watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be strong. Receive the word today. Receive the word of the Lord today. The voice, listen, stay alert, stand strong in the faith, be courageous and be strong. 
I exhort the church today. I exhort the people of God today in this time in history. When history is being written now, I exhort the people of God to stand. I exhort the people of God, the Amplified, be alert and on your guard. Stand firm in your faith. Your conviction respecting man's relationship to God and divine things, keeping the trust and holy fervor born of faith and a part of it. Act like men, act like women, and be courageous and grow in strength. From strength to strength, from glory to glory, now is the time to remain standing. Why so fearful? Why so fearful? Why so fearful? It's fear. Call it other things. Trust God. Trust, give God a chance. Give him a reason. You know, I don't like that we don't have proper altar calls right now. I don't like that we're not laying hands on the sick. I don't know what your feeling is on this, but I don't like it. I don't think God likes it. I don't like that there's not water baptism. I don't like that these things have fallen by the wayside. Put it on hold. We'll go back to normal. Sorry I'm being so bold right now. Listen, I've been up at an altar praying for people with far things worse that I could have caught or contracted on the spot. And now I'm not, no hands. Don't lay hands on them. Keep your distance. My God. Sorry, Lord. Watch, stand fast in the faith. Be brave, be strong. Maybe there were some, even when things worked out for the three men standing, that still thought the whole thing was reckless. Maybe there were some who thought, wow, the hassle. Why all the commotion? God knows your heart. I'm sure where there were some who were sorrowful and repentant at their own lack of faith and made their own new decree that day never to fall down again. 
I'm sure there were some who were jealous of the three standing men and their level of faith. They were jealous, but let me tell you something today. Holy jealousy can set people standing. Holy jealousy can change things. When you look at somebody's faith and you're jealous over their faith, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Wow. It's tragic can't walk into the hospitals and pray for people right now. The Bible says, lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. I mean, that's what it says. I personally don't believe that we come to church to get sick. I've never once in my life driven to church or walked in the church, never once in my entire life, and I've been going to church for 38 years, never once in my entire life did I walk in going, I'm so scared, Lord. See, I trust the protection of the Lord in his house. Can I stir your faith today? Can I stir your faith today? Come on. It's time to stand. It's time to remain standing. When everybody else is bowing and falling, don't bow. Don't fall. Now, I know for some of you this might not sit right today, but i got to say it. I've had to say this today. And I know when the enemy doesn't want a message preached. It's time to stand. It's time to stand. It's time to stand in this time. It's time to stand in this hour. It's time. It's time. God is calling His people. He's calling His people to take a stand. God is saying, God is saying, God is giving us a chance. He's giving us a chance in our time in history to give Him a chance. A lot of us have been praying for things to be shaken, praying for years for God to do something. I wonder if Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were saying, God, we want you to do something. We want you to do something in your church. We want you to do something in the lives of unbelievers. They were praying. They were praying. They were praying. I wonder if Daniel was praying, God, do something. Crying out and asking that God would do something. And God said, okay, I'm going to do something. And Daniel was told, don't pray. It was law, a decree, but it went against, it went against God, went against faith, and so he said, no, 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 and he went home, he opened his windows, and he prayed, and people saw him, torture righteousness, not hidden. I wonder if Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had fasted and prayed in, man, years maybe, saying, God, do something in Babylon. Do something in our time in history. Change things. We want to see change. We want to see people come to you. We want to see your name lifted high. We want your name glorified. We want people to recognize and acknowledge the power of God in our time in history in our living and in our lives. We want the nation, all the provinces, to recognize that God is alive. 
I wonder if they were praying. I wonder if they were on their knees. I wonder if they were crying out, desperately praying. And God said, okay, I've heard your prayer. I've heard your prayer. I've heard the prayer of three. Maybe others were praying for the same thing. Maybe it wasn't just the three. Maybe they had gathered some others. Maybe there were five, six, seven, ten. I don't know. They were having prayer meetings, asking God to do something. God said, okay, I hear. I'm going to give you a chance to stand. I'm going to give you an opportunity. We believe in the sovereignty of the Lord. He can use the enemy's setup for his glory. And so we know the end of the story. They were given an opportunity. They were given a chance to stand in their time in history, in their generation. And these three, these three weren't looking for someone younger, weren't looking for someone older to do the standing. They weren't looking to the right or to the left. They said, we're going to stand for God. We will yield our bodies to the Lord. We will yield our bodies. We'll yield our bodies. God said, I'm going to give you an opportunity to change things in the nation. I'm going to give you an opportunity to shake things in the nation. I'm going to give you an opportunity to change the king's decree, to change the king's demand. I'm going to give you people. I'm going to give you three. You only saw three. The eyes of the Lord look to and fro across the earth. He's looking for somebody. He can show himself strong. And these three gave God a chance. He said, okay, I'm ready. I'm doing it. I'm giving God a chance. They stood. The Lord in that moment didn't say, I'm going to spare you from the fire. That would be easy to believe at that moment. It would be easy to remain standing if God said, I got this. I'll see you. I'll see you in the furnace. But God didn't say that. Again, without faith, it's impossible to please God. We cannot take that out of the Bible. We cannot add to it. We cannot strip things away. We cannot put sometimes in there. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so look what God did. Wow. God changed the decree. God changed the decree in a nation. God changed it in the province. God changed it in the provinces. He changed it in Babylon. He changed it in a lost world. God changed it. God changed it. God changed People started to worship God. People were no longer allowed to speak amiss against the God of heaven and the God of earth. They were no longer allowed to speak, to speak in the wrong manner concerning, I don't know, maybe they, they still felt it in their heart. It doesn't say that everybody became a believer, but there was a decree made. Who can save? Who can rescue like this? There is no other God No other God like this God. There's no other God. There's no other God. There's no other God. Lord, we're going to pray right now. 
Lord, I thank you for an opportunity. I thank you that the prayers have gone into the ground like seeds, Lord, and these prayers have been watered, and these prayers have been cared for, Lord. I thank you that the weeds have been plucked over time, Lord, and I thank you that right now, Lord, these prayers are producing and have produced an opportunity to stand. A time we believe in the sovereignty of God. You can use even what the enemy would set up to change things, to change a nation, to change people's lives, to stir faith in others as three stand. And I pray, Lord, that we would be a people, we would be a church that stands. We wouldn't look to what others are doing, but we would stick with our conviction concerning our relationship to God, our relationship to the Word. We would trust in you, Lord. Thank you for the opportunity to stand for you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Let's just lift up this song. Why don't we lift our hands today in the house of the Lord? Oh, praise the name of the Lord our God. For endless days, we will sing his praise. How worthy he is of our worship. How worthy he is. And perhaps you're in the house today and you say, i got to make a decision. I'm making a decision to stand. I'm making a decision to stand in the house of the Lord today. I'm making a decision to stand in this moment, in this time in history. And you know what that means for you. I don't need to pinpoint it. The Holy Spirit is great at doing that. Open your hearts in these moments, in these closing moments as we sing to the Lord. Let's begin to lift this up. We praise you, Jesus. All the glory to you, God. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, our God. Come on, church. Oh, praise the name.